in yet another week. Well, I don't agree with anything that the judges have said. <laughs> this wow. is RuPaul's Drag Race Season 14, Episode Infinity. I'm your host, Annie. And I'm Inti. And this is Fun Untitled, where we serve every podcast on FU. So let's start with the fun part. It was the mini challenge, reading challenge, where the library is open. Sponsored by Sweet Tarts, the candy that tastes like dust. I used to eat a shit ton of that You as a used kid. to eat a shit ton. Didn't you eat, like, the orange flavored all the time? No. Okay, well, yes. But what I really like, they used to have this chocolate version, and they would only sell it in February. So you bought boxes and boxes, like the dumb bitch you were. Because they last forever. There's no expiration date, so I'll just eat them as the year goes by, and then the next year I'll just buy it again. But but then after a while, they just stopped selling it. I'm just like, well, I'm not going to eat sweet tarts then because I only have a craving for the chocolate one. If ones. my chalk dust doesn't taste like chocolate, what's the point? I'm going to like GMM it, which is good mystical morning, and like buy like some kind of expired decade old from Amazon that costs like $30 and the box is probably like 6 and just eat that for the rest of my life until I ship bricks. Well, you're a little tight, get it? And you ain't sweet, so I don't know what we're going with. So, I thought Lady Camden won the reading challenge. I did. I thought Bosco was pretty good, though. But I thought Lady Camden's ones were better. And I like how some of these jokes were just the old jokes, but, like, modernized. Like, your face is good for podcasting. That's the same joke as your face is good for radio. Oh. Like, it's just a modern version of saying it. So, I was like, I mean, it's funny, but, you know, you're not going to win, Deja. <laughs> I, th- I thought Deja and Daya did the worst. I thought Daya was just a little too mean. Yeah, Daya kind of cuts I cannot stand Dial anymore. I don't know if it's a villain edit. I mean, it's just like a brat edit, right? Yeah. Like, she hasn't really done anything wrong, but it's like, girl, stop bitching. Like, this goes on later on, but like, oh, I don't know why you called me Two-Face doing the reading challenge. If you was offended by that, you're not taking this competition seriously. And it's like, hey, Dial, if she's offended and she's not taking it seriously, what does it mean when you're offended? Ooh. The double standards. But yeah, I will admit, um, all Lady Camden was wordplay and could have been applied to anyone. What about the, you got an itty bitty waste of time. Because <laughs> George's is itty bitty. Who called um, George's Serena Chacha? I think that was Willow. Okay, that was funny. That was funny, yeah. <laughs> but Bosco won. It's not fair, Bosco. You can't have a cowboy boyfriend who accepts your gender and win $2,500. And have two stepchildren. That happens to eat your kind of hair. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> that was funny. So we move on to the 60s challenge. And it really um alienated half the audience because no one knew what the 60s were. And I believe everyone in the cast is like 31 and younger. So even they don't know what the heck's going on. So there's the three groups all about babies. There's the Shangri-La, the Rupines, and the Runets, I think. I don't know the references except obviously the Supreme. And this was interesting. So they got to pick their own group. They get to write their own lyrics. They get to make their own choreography. I was surprised that when Jasmine and George just went to the brunette, it was like, hello, they're the two dancers, go join their fucking group. And like, probably the worst person joined their group. Well, I mean... I mean, I knew for a mile away it was going to be Deja. And if I saw that Daya did not want to change from bad boy, I would have left too. <laughs> I mean, just Bad Boy Baby is just the most upbeat song. Of course, everyone wants that one. Yeah, so let's go into each group, the little performance, and the runway, which was Heart On. And I'm like, I don't know why, but whenever it's a heart theme, it's usually done pretty badly, and I thought this was no exception. Oh, I didn't realize they did it before. No, well, kind of. They don't have, like, heart specifically, but whenever someone has a heart motif, it's just a little overdone, a little tacky. Okay, top of your head, what outfit would you have done? I would have done, like, a homage to Ruse the Bat. 
and just have a giant heart on my titty. Oh, okay, I can see that. But done, you know, better than whatever the hell Angeria came out. If I had to do something, I kind of like what Carrie was doing, more like anatomical, but like, I want bigger. Man, I saw Carrie and was like, am I watching a bootleg version of this episode? Because her heart is flipped. Okay, let's go into, <laughs> shut up, Little Reprieve since we're talking about them already. But her song was My Baby Is Love. So Angie, Angie, I didn't think her singing was that great, but I didn't think it was bad. It just wasn't really different, but maybe because she was embodying Diana Ross so much that was just like she couldn't really stray from the Ross. Yeah. A lot of people thought Angie should have won. I could have seen Angie winning over the actual winner. The only problem is that her dancing wasn't that great. No, yeah, the Reprims had a very just be stationary and hula dance your way through. <laughs> yeah, at least hula dancers are telling a story. Oh, I mean, it's not a fair comparison, but their arms were basically parallel to the ground and like waving around like a tidal wave, you know? It's just yeah. whatever. And they're literally just wearing like pink gowns. Not even gowns, like bathrobes, I guess. It kind of reminded me of the Hercules song oh but yeah I, I hated angie's final runway look yeah she called like harajuku's fashion i was like eh girl you're a mushroom yeah kind of then carrie colby i don't know not too me- memorable i do say there was a lot of times she covered up lady camden and lady camden had to step out of the way and i was like now who's effing up here carrie or camden i don't know neither of them can dance right but, oh, oh actually no camden can dance according to the judging it was carrie her gestures were too chest like yeah which is usually praised but i guess if you're See, again, it's like you have to make a reference. And if you don't follow the reference, then you're going to lose. But it's like, I can see if you want to just like have it as like an inspiration. I just don't know why you have to follow the reference to a T. I believe that the Shangri-Las wasn't a reference. So that's why they could do whatever they wanted. And that's why Michelle Vassal was like, oh, you stayed in character the whole time. Because, you know, she made that character, right? But in this one, I don't know why this was a specific reference. To the, you know. Why would Shangri-Las not be a reference, but Rupees and Runettes are? Is Runettes reference? Yeah, the Ronettes. I've never heard of that. We don't know any of these bands. So of course we're not going to recognize any of them. So is this one only judged harshly because it's RuPaul's favorite band? In a sense, yeah. I feel like that's not fair. To be fair, this whole show is all about, you know, making RuPaul laugh, making RuPaul happy. It's basically just stroking RuPaul's ego. Fair enough. So it is getting a little annoying. Because again, it's like, I don't know the reference. I don't know if they're doing well or badly. It's like, it's just not fair. And then... We already talked about Carrie's look. I didn't realize the whole panty thing until Michelle Visage brought it up. And I was like, that's now all I can stare at. It was really weird because there's a really big black part and I, on the crotch. And I have to assume that's the duct tape. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, it's so skin, right? That you're going to notice something underneath. You should have pulled a Bosco and just go butthole out. No panty line. Oh, uh, well. I mean, I guess so. <laughs> I'm just saying we could have had two buttholes on the um, runway. Yeah, but Carrie ended up having the lip sync. I don't know if she can lip sync with her butt out. They did it on Dragula. God. But Bosco said she didn't want to do that. But yeah, I wish Carrie just like kind of went the whole way. I wish Carrie cut into her fake boob and put the heart in it. So it made more sense that she ripped it out. And while I was on the wrong side. And while I was on the wrong side. <laughs> Make a show of it. Or put it between the boobs if we're not going to be anatomically correct. Just tucked the heart away. It looked ugly when she came out. I feel like the heart wasn't rhinestone. Oh, that would have been nice. There was a girl on TikTok who just rhinestones things. Like she did a Rubik's Cube, the Jason Boyhe mask. Really? I always wanted to know how to rhinestone. I mean, is it literally just literally glue? It's literally like you get strips of rhinestone, right? And you just have to like put it on the thing and like, you know, glue it on and then cut it. Yeah. Tough life. Tough life. There's also like an art like that where you bedazzle like a poster and they tell you like color by numbers. Oh, I mean, sure. <laughs> uh... 
Okay, then Lady Camden. I just thought Lady Camden looked weird. I don't know if it's because she's the one white girl next to two black women. But she just looked weird. Her hair was too big. Her hair was too big. I think the makeup was kind of wrong. She could sing though. She could sing though, which was surprising because they didn't do any of her singing during the practice. And I thought the Cupid look was extremely cute. I thought so too. The heart could have just been a little bit more shapely. I thought it could have been smaller. But I think overall, the message was already done. I think this is one she could have had more heart motifs like in the crown in like the shoes oh you know how cute it would be if the crown was shaped like a heart yeah kind of like, like what Carrie was doing with her hair what she was trying to do more heart needs to give Carrie her hair <laughs> so I thought that candle should have been safe yeah I thought so too I thought now I don't agree with who's on top so why would I agree with who's on bottom so go to the Shangri-La's bad boy baby I really don't know why they were the only ones who did a parody it was a smarter choice I thought it was funnier and I thought this group dominated over the other three I thought it just it was written all over it that Willow was the one who wrote this oh yeah I mean clearly Willow was leading the bus and I'm, she should have been top it's always sad when the um person who did everything behind the scene was the one who didn't win right like I don't what Daya did to make her at the top. I thought Willow and Bosco was better than Daya. So I thought, oh shit, Daya, you on the bottom. And her punk look. It was ugly. It was ugly. Like the color combos is wrong. I don't know what a club kid is, but I don't want to think that's what a club kid is. <laughs> I like the hair. And she has not yet drifted away from looking like Crystal Method. I mean, Crystal Method had a very interesting lip look that Daya adopted. And it's like, Method family. I mean, if it doesn't bother you, that's fine. But it bothers her, so it's like, do something. Honestly, that should have just been safe. Yeah. Then we have Bosco. I, I just love those black and white outfits. That's all I'm going to say about the performance. Because Bosco overall was kind of unrememberable. I like Bosco. I think she came out, you know, she was like, the, can my sister come? She likes to watch. I'll stop that. I did nothing. And then I thought Bosco's white vampire look was okay. There's a scene on Instagram. I, I don't know which Drag Race franchise it's from. But basically, it's like these two people came out. They had like very big white dresses. And one of them dropped like red wine on their red dress. So there's like this big red streak stain. And it looked really cool and it was just very performative. So I kind of thought Bosco was going to do that, but she didn't. And I'm like, well, you're just in a really white outfit. I wish I understood why her butthole was out. Yeah, because it's like you're going for this vampire theme and then it's like, okay, and what? Like it's just shock value, but it doesn't follow the theme. Unless she had like a heart on the butthole. Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. They yeah, should have said just, something. So it's just like, I didn't really feel like it was a strong heart theme. So maybe that's why she was on the bottom. Or just say. It was okay the outfit. And then Little Pill, obviously we thought performance was the best and that she should have been on top. And she did choreography, a good dance, right? They were like moving. They were jamming. It was really cute. Yeah. The runway look. My only problem is that it looked way too similar to last week with the whole boy. I mean, yeah, it had like the same theme. Oh yeah, you know that. You're right. Now that you mentioned the Bora. I like the idea of it. It was... This can't be the right word. I don't know. It was quirky. I'm going to argue it would have been better without the stupid Bora. Because it didn't make sense why all your thongs was around your legs and then you had a wedgie. <laughs> yeah, she did have another wedgie. Maybe that's why she was safe. It was just like it was a weird look and it was it fit the theme, but eh, it could have been a little better. Could have been different from last week's look. Okay, I, I guess I kinda see that. Still think she should have won. Still think yeah, she beat a dial. <laughs> For sure. Then the last one, the brunette, but he's my baby. Well, the dancers cannot sing. And people were like, oh my god, they made George just talk and not sing. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's never a good sign. It's weird because I thought for sure Daya was the weakest dancer. Deja. Deja, sorry. I thought Deja was the weakest dancer, but she got on top. Yeah, I thought so too. I guess maybe she was the most confident in her shitty dance. Oh, well, she did choreography it. And I can't believe she was like, I'm a cheer coach in like the previous episode. And then it plot twist for children. Well, I mean, it still counts. And then she had a very like superhero look. From now on, I'm not going to complain when someone says anime because I don't want to be that person. But I swear to God, I'm going to kill someone if someone just has blue hair and call it anime. Every time they have neon hair, it's like it's anime. It's like, okay, cool. That was hands down the ugliest outfit Deja has ever worn on the runway. Oh yeah, this was a really... Well, okay, I don't know if it's ugly as outfit. She's got some ugly outfits. You remember last week? The blue leopard? Oh, yeah. But this is definitely an ugly look. Like, I don't see it. I wish the heart looked more like hearts instead of just, like, butt cheeks on a shoulder. I thought there should have been more red, white, and pink themes instead of red, white, and blue because it felt very America. I just wish the bitch showed off she can sew. Like, oh, she teaches dance. She can't dance. Oh, she can sew. She can't sew. I mean, she can do it. It's just, like, I still can't believe she's still here. I will will not miss her. Then let's go to our dancers who... I guess we'll go to the dancer who struggled, which was Jasmine. I thought Jasmine did okay. I didn't think it was that bad. She can't sing. I will say her face was a little weird where she wasn't really lip syncing well and maybe that's because of thinking too much about dancing. Yeah. I, I was expecting more from a dancer. Like I said, I, I thought if you saw the two dancers go into one group then it's like damn, jump on that. They go dance very well but I guess it's the whole thing of not everyone do can teach or arrange choreography, whatever. I like how bad boy baby, you're the stocky and he's my baby, you're the stalker. <laughs> and then her heart on look was very pageantry, very simple. I'm sorry, it looked too similar to her Stars and Stripe look in the first crafting challenge. Was that a ball? Um, yes. That was the one where, like, Team A had to be Animal Prince. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. Because it's, like, it's basically, you know, a shoulder, off-the-shoulder dress, wait, I guess a once-shoulder dress? Yeah. With one giant brooch. Yeah, I was like, I feel like you could have just used this for anything. You should just replace the heart with a different shape. Or even just take off the heart. Yeah. So it's just too, like, I don't want to say pedestrian, but it was like, it's not enough. I like that comment. She owns the entire cardiology. I can't pronounce the word. Cardiology department. Yeah. You saved me. You just gotta be confident when you say it sometimes. Or maybe you can teach me how to talk one day. But instead you taught me how to Dougie. <laughs> I've never once anyone asked me to, to Dougie better. <laughs> God, that's an old reference. <laughs> well, this is the 60s. God, it's not that old. Then Georges, again, she, just like Jasmine, I think they had very similar performance. Just, there wasn't really anything there, but I did like her runway look. She has to stray away from the lingerie look, but until she does, we can eat this up. <laughs> I thought it was cute. It was like the big puffy heart, the lingerie. It had like a sexy theme going on. Also felt very Victorian Secret Angel kind of thing. Her bra was really big. And the bra was too big for someone who doesn't really pad the chest area. Like she pads the booty, but she doesn't pad the chest, which is a look. Man, when she was sitting in untop, I thought that was like, like really like sexy and hot. Huh, was not paying attention. I don't look at the faces, I look at the legs. Uh... <laughs> Okay, so the tops were Angie, Diane, and Deja, and the bottom was Jasmine, Carrie, and Camden. Who was your top two? My top two would have been, I think we both agree, would have been Angie and Willow. Oh, maybe. I kind of would have rather like Willow and Bosco. Oh. I thought Bosco was bringing in that same energy that she did in the Save the Queen commercial. Yeah. 
just kind of like she stood out in that way from doing things a little differently. I thought Angie did her homework better. You gotta give her some points for that. Sure, but again, I don't like that. It has to follow the reference. <laughs> for the bottom two, Jasmine and Carrie. On one side, I'm like, they're doing this because of the drama last week. And like, you know, they always do that for productions, right? But at the same time, no, I can see it kind of. Kind of. I think I would have put Carrie and Deja. Oh. Just put Deja. From the top to the bottom. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll just leave it as Carrie and Jasmine. I definitely think Camden should have been safe though. Well, my makeup. I don't know. The look was whack though. And then somehow Crystal Method won this entire week. He's always a winner. <laughs> no, it was dire. So Jasmine and Carrie lip sync to Unbreak My Heart. I kind of thought Carrie had this. I mean, Jasmine lost a shoe. Yeah, I thought as soon as Jasmine lost a shoe, it would have been like that person whose money gun stopped working. Like, oh, one thing fucked up. You're gone. Alyssa Hunter. It hasn't been that long since she's been eliminated. Okay, you name me any other queen that got out second. Nikki Doll. We talked about this. F you. And then, but you know, Jasmine killed it. IMO. I guess. Carrie so, kind of stood there. So Carrie goes home. I like Carrie's personality, but to be honest, she hasn't really brought it. Like, she's off. Face. But her outfits were okay, her performance and challenges are okay. She's just been safe for so long that when all the bottom queens are out, you become the new bottom. So it was kind of an eventuality that Carrie was gonna go home. Like an upside down Pez dispenser. Yeah, yeah, in a sense. <laughs> On a Pez dispenser, technically the top goes out first. I said upside down. Okay. And, you know, it's okay because I don't think Carrie would have done good in Snatch Game. You don't know. I guarantee you she would have been a Kardashian. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't need that. So next week we have a... I'm blanking out. What was next week? I don't think it was an acting. Oh, well. And it wasn't Snatch Game for some godly reason. They're gonna do something next week and we have to accept it. <laughs> Something's happening. It's coming. Um, Let's talk about something we do know. UK. Alright, y'all. We're done with the US. Now put on your hat, tuck your shirt in, because we're about to go over the train wreck, which is UK. And I'm gonna say this now. If you don't watch UK and you're only here for US, keep staying, because Minty has words. Feelings. Emotions. Thoughts. Pokemon. A lot of Pokemon. So let's get into Season 1 UK vs. The World Episode 4. So it's the Snatch Game, and they decide to do a new format where it's gonna be teams of three play in a family feud. Not really Snatch Game anymore, but you you know, it's still Snatch Game format. Right off the bat, do you like this better than the dating game? Okay, so the cons was that it didn't have the same vibe because the basic gist was like the three queens could give suggestions to like the matriarch of the family on what the answer to the question should be because they're only trying to get the number one question as if this is like the fourth round. And so the, because the matriarch could technically just pick any answer, not even ones that they've said, it just kind of felt like, well, what's the point? I mean, I know the whole thing is, you know, not the point, but they have the same vibe. But what I did like is that you can see every queen's answers. Like, they had to go through them all. So, do I like this more than the dating? No. But is it a nice twist? Yes. Alright, let's just breeze by the contestants because it's the ending we want to get to. Just like in any Avenger movie. Rude. How about that after credit scene? I thought it was. So, we'll go over each queen and the runway look, which is luck be a lady. So, we'll start with Bagger Chips, who was Katie Bates. I don't know the reference. I believe she's supposed to be that crazy lady in Stephen King's book who basically runs over her favorite author breaks his leg and keeps the author in her cabin to make him finish his book. Oh, 
that's the Family Guy parody where Stewie broke like Brian's legs. Yeah, but, but I think Baga did it better because like, you know, the author was RuPaul. Yeah, Baga sucked RuPaul's dick. <laughs> Like, I oh my god. Okay, I like zoned out during the second half, but from what I could tell, her jokes was very stale, and the editing, they tried to resuscitate it so badly by adding the beep sound effect every time Bagger looked at the camera. Maybe if I knew the reference more, I would like it more, but yeah, I, I didn't give a shit. I didn't think it was funny on its own. Like you said, it was, it was laid out. And then her luck look was like a St. Hattie's Day getting drunk on the street. It, I don't know, it felt kind of cost to me. Bagger's like, I'm doing this for Jimbo. I'm gonna win for Jimbo. Juju B, you gotta bring it. And I'm like, hey, Bagger, how about you bring it? It seems like you have more money than Juju B, but you're still not bringing it. Bagger should have gone home at this point. Sorry. Ba- um, hey, we wanna know if Bagger wants. No way she's gonna um vote out her seamstress, Pangina. If Bagger voted off Pangina after Pangina made that dress, everyone would hate Bagger. I mean, we'll see next episode, right? Yeah. <laughs> but then Pangina went out as Mariah Carey, which we all know is a bad idea. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry knows, do not be a musician. Musicians are boring. They can sing pretty. They can't act pretty. Except obviously Cher, because RuPaul loves any Cher impersonation, good or bad. I thought Pangina did look like Mariah Carey, but, and she had like that one good joke, the lambs one, but after that it was just like eh, it's, it's not funny it's not drag it's just an answer i'm so mad that pangina did not bring up all i want for christmas the number one thing we know about more i care that's more i care right yeah awesome and i thought her slot machine look was cute i thought the coins flying away from her was pretty aesthetics that was cute yeah i mean it's just a lot of cute it, it wasn't enough fashion maybe i don't know it, it was just like i'm a slot machine i did think it was a little lazy she just kind of pasted a slot machine on her chest yeah and she just took it off during Untuck. I know, right? Then Juju B was share, and it's hard because Chad Michaels just did such a way better share that it's like Juju, it's not even not even close. But she was kind of funny. I like the share cutie joke. I like the whole like Chad Michaels being like she doesn't even do the mouth thing, <laughs> and Juju B doing the mouth thing the whole time. Oh my god! There's little you know things to pick off the bone. She wasn't the worst, except when it came to the one way. Yeah. Well, okay. So her performance is definitely a safe performance, right? But her lucky cat at this point, Juju B, because there's such an easy way to fix that, which is basically like put ears on and hold a golden coin. Now, you know, just to tap into that whole safe space talk bullshit that they had in the middle. We are Asian. We can't talk about the lucky cat. I don't even think you have to be Asian. If you know the reference, you know that it's a, not a very good reference. According to Baga, she has to announce she's Irish to be a leprechaun. Yeah, that was stupid. That's so stupid. Okay, here's the thing about real fast about the whole safe thing and like, oh, we can't say edgy jokes like i think mo did try to say that conversation but like don't punch down yeah like there really are some things that just aren't funny like racism like you can't say any shock value jokes like you can't joke about like let's say abuse and think what you guys got butthurt about that oh i'm being censored and i think like one problem is that sometimes people say a joke but not realize how prejudiced it is in nature like like if you make an abuse joke and you're saying like all abuse victims are blank it is to say all people people are something it's just prejudice in nature it may not be racist it may not be transphobic it may not be sexist but for it to be prejudice in nature you gotta realize you're gonna get cancelled for that because you are literally lumping people together when that's just not the cool thing to do anymore which it should have never been in the first place because that is the root of racism sexism 
transphobia, things like that. If I digress, long story short, we're Asian. We can say, hey, Jujubee, get a cardboard circle and make it a coin. Jujubee, you could have gone home this episode and I would have been fine with it. Jujubee, you could have walked out there with your damn cat bag and I would have sell the message that it was a cat better. I thought she was an Egyptian cat. I did not get lucky cat until the arm thing. Yeah, I didn't get it either to the arm. But then I was like, why an Egyptian theme? And she has a perm because as we learned from first off the boat, perms <laughs> represent, well, my father oh, said that's that. that's why you said that, you piece of shit. You want me a piece of shit? I'm going to tell my daddy you said that and you're going to beat up your dad. A lot of self-hating that, man. <laughs> Oh, you know who else has self-hate? Janie Jack for doing James Charles. First of all, it's pronounced Janie Jackay. And I just got All Stars 5, India Farah doing Jeffree Star vibes. Like, yes, you picked someone who's controversial, who's well-known, who has, like, a catchphrase, which is not even a catchphrase. It's basically the intro to the show and how they merch things. But it's like, they don't have any idisms or hilarities or comedy around the character. So why would you pick them? Like, the problem is... Is like if your only joke you can go to is that you know the whole he prayed after straight guys then you're gonna hit a dry well because that's not funny and also if you're gonna make it funny that would need a backstory that's true too long of a backstory for snatch game like you gotta explain a lot like i get that like oh if you want to find jujubee's share um funny you kind of have to know share right but this one very few people knows james charles the judges won't know him that well and then james jk roulette look okay, obviously I like the roulette it's very flashy it's very cute I just don't understand the pink dress like it's just such an eyesore I wish she was dressed like in a suit or something to look like a dealer that would have been cute right like and what's the ball <gasps> she could have dressed in silver and be the ball she could have dressed in silver and be the ball one giant smooth ball <laughs> <laughs> like a dolphin <laughs> Jujubee would be so jealous of how smooth she'd be alright moving on then blue hydrangea kind Kinda did the same thing that Bega did was basically being an Austin Powers played by Mike Myers character. And I mean it was good. For it sure. was the best, I would say. It was the best. And then she changed to I don't remember the villain of Austin Powers. Which I thought yeah, like Michelle Visage said, that was a really good choice because Mike or Austin Powers was getting old. I think Mike Myers plays both of them. He does? I'm pretty sure. I never knew that. I never watched Austin Powers. I think he did. We both did. It's not our cup of tea. Okay. You know, you saw the first one, but you didn't like it so much that you didn't watch 2 and 3. Which to be fair, 2 and 3 was really bad. Yes, it was the best one. And then she had a very dark blue with like some gold foil outfit. She was supposed to be a leprechaun because she had a pot of gold. And I thought it was an okay look. It was pretty. You realize it was dark green, right? Are you sure? Yeah. That was blue. You know, it kind of makes sense if it was green. Yeah, it was just a very dark green. What is this, Japanese? We're getting the two always confused? Screw you. That required a lot of history, folks. Look it up. This just needs knowing Japanese. Lucky. And honestly, I didn't even see the gold until... Like a close-up. Yeah, and like the untuck moments. I guess he calls untuck moments? I mean, the deliberation. The deliberation, yeah. So it's like, I didn't care for it. Then, more luck, more heart. <laughs> I really like that. More money, more heart. Was Billy Porter. It was okay. I like that she was like out and about, you know. It didn't seem like boring-ass answers. My problem was that in Snatch Game, it should be funny even if you don't know the reference. Like, Got Mix, um, Paris Hilton was funny even if you didn't know who Paris Hilton was. Yeah, and I always think of Gigi Good being Maria, the first human robot, something like that. That was 
was super funny. My only problem with Mo is that it was so very specific. Like, I had no idea. See? Not enough backstory. Oh, God. But she came out in this Vegas showgirl light show. That was so fantastic. So Starbucks colors pink and orange never fails. And she had Flamingo. So she was like the Flamingo Hotel. Holy crap. It was good. It was great. I don't know if she would be number three. Well, I guess, you know, if you consider the look and the performance, I guess she would be number three. That one outfit cost more money than be entire wardrobe. Probably. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Also, I wanted to bring this up. Do you think it was fair for one of the judges to be like, B, your Eartha kit was so good. I was hoping this would be as good. That's the problem with B. No one else is getting this treatment except B. Oh, you used to be so good. What happened? It's like, hey, 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 we're judging you and now, bitch. I don't know. It is an all-star season, though, where you are invited back based on your past season's performance. Yeah, but the group really watch Thailand and Holland? I probably not. I don't even know how much she remembers. It's a lot. And it sucks because I guess it's Jujube she shot herself in the foot by accepting but she's the only one who did it so many times. I like the theories that Jujube is just not putting the effort because one she's extremely popular already. Two there's no money prize. <laughs> like you put a hundred thousand dollars on the line she gives you all size five performance. If you give her a song with RuPaul she's giving you UK versus the world performance. Yeah but she wouldn't have been bad would she? I don't know. Clearly a season one episode because of how cutthroat it is. Yeah. Because no matter what, whenever there's a season one, it is extremely raw. Because let's get into it, right? So the winners were Baga and Blue. I hate the goddamn UK queens. I didn't like them in season one. I don't like them here. But that's not the point. And all-star rules state that if you're not in the top, then you're in the bottom and you're up for elimination. This was boring, the whole deliberation. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Then Juju be home. Clearly Juju is going home. And I lip sync to let it go the bootleg version <laughs> shut up um you tell me shut up on the podcast again I, I swear to god I swear to god I swear to god what are you gonna do I am going to make you rewatch this episode no you oh don't you tear it up <laughs> because Blue won the lip sync and voted Pangina heels off and Blue already told Pangina if I vote you off it's because you're my biggest competition I mean okay when Jimbo left Jimbo was clearly disappointed and clearly like I could explode right like you could feel that from Jimbo getting eliminated. When Pangina left, it was visceral. All her hopes and dreams just kind of crashed. And even the judges, which I don't even think I've ever seen them have such a disappointed look ever since Pangina's elimination. A lot of people on Twitter was mad that they kept Pangina crying when Rue was like, you know, if you can't love yourself. Yeah, that went on a bit long. I don't know why, because if everyone's separately mic, you could have definitely taken that out. I don't know, maybe it's like... It was that loud on everyone's mics? Yeah, that's the only thing I could think of, but honestly, I'm I'm sure they could have edited out. I mean, they kept other queens who cried. There was a UK queen who was crying and it lasted quite a bit. And it's just like Pangina, like usually by the time they get back to the workroom to write their messes, they've kind of collected themselves. But clearly Pangina was still gutted. Because that is insane to take out Pangina here. Like I can understand that you would take out Jimbo because of the personality. But to get rid of Pangina for being the best, that's insane. That was Pangina Manila Lazon. Because Jimbo wasn't. Jimbo was definitely on the bond. It was worse that week. Like, you know, like you said, Pangina as a judge 
probably knows how to eliminate someone who's bad that week and not look at track record. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I you know I kind of it. I think what's hard is because this is such a small cast. While like All Stars Four had a bigger cast, so it felt like Manila Luzon had a longer streak. But in terms of like percentage wise, they're already down to the top six. So she's kind of got Manila Luzon. Debatable which one is worse, but this one is definitely a punch to the gut. And damn, I don't even like Blue or Bagger. And I was rooting for Panjana after Lemon got eliminated. So now I have no one to root for. I really couldn't give a shit of any of these winners as long as it's not a UK queen. Yeah, I feel that too. I feel that too. Well, next week, I swear to God, if Michelle Vassage tells Blue, hey, don't be sad about Panjana. If I was in your position, I would have done the same thing. I'm gonna lose it. That could be about the music too, though. Could be, but you know. Who knows? So next week is a singing challenge. Damn it. Bye.